So now I'd like to transition, invite us to transition. <clears throat> I'll share a few reflections, open the floor for questions, reflections, responses. And um, and we'll end at, at noon Pacific time. It, for those of you who might have registered months ago, first this day long with this retreat was a day long and then i realized these days it's so hard to be on on zoom for the whole day it's just hard for the body so the teachings will half a day i think many more people joined because it became half a day that's my sense and and also maybe i'll share something at the end if you want to practice um for the rest of the day if you set aside the day, maybe we'll do that now, actually, since I'm bringing it up. Um, if you want to, if you've set the day aside for a day, a day of contemplative practice, you want to do a retreat for the rest of the day. Um, this is the invitation I have. The invitation is you can put in chat if you want. Just put your name and say, you know, I'm going to be practicing today from this time to this time, so that if there are others who are practicing, there's a sense of, oh, yeah, there are other people who are continuing to practice. You don't have to. I'm just allowing, offering this as an opportunity. Um, if anybody was already planning, hadn't got the update that this became a shorter half-day retreat, that's that's the purpose for this, but it's not like, oh, yeah, you have to practice for the rest of the day. It's not that at all. I've enabled chat if that appeals to any of you, and if not, it's all good. I'm going to share my reflections. So it's just that you have a sense of community in in the world. Oh, yeah, some other people are practicing this afternoon with me. Uh, so that's all it is. So, so mindfulness of the body. So one thing I would like to share, um, as I read from um, the Satipatthana Sutta, there are six different parts. There are six different teachings to the mindfulness of the body and these different teachings i brought them in ever so subtly we didn't uh, open them up and spend a lot of time but but when i um, mention them you'll you'll recognize them all of them except for the last one really so so today um we touched into so the six parts the first part is breathing mindfulness of breathing we we did a bit of that and bring attention to mindfulness of breathing there is mindfulness of body postures so there are four postures that the buddha has taught for practice they're sitting standing walking and lying down and we did sitting meditation, walking meditation. I invited you to experiment if you wanted with standing and lying down. There are fine postures um, of meditation. Then there is mindfulness of activities. So as you move, there is a movement. As you go to the bathroom, as you wash the dishes, there's mindfulness of your body in activity. So the Buddha talks about that as a practice, as a beautiful practice. It's not a secondary practice. It's a really mindfulness of the body practice. When you're sending an email, this is an important one for, for daily life practice, for bringing this practice into daily life. When you're sitting and, and, and um, being uh, perhaps lost in your thoughts and your, what you're going to do, bringing awareness to the body, what's happening right now? What am I feeling? 
And uh, before sending emails, checking in with the body, what's what's happening? Can uh, are there emotions present in the body? There's anxiety. There's joy, happiness, stress. What's what's happening? So, coming back to the body during activities. Then there is um, the uh, anatomical parts. That's another practice you might have heard of the thirty-two parts of the body practice. And in the guided meditation, I brought that in a little bit. Again, we didn't emphasize uh, um, on that, but you know, bringing appreciation for these different parts of the body, for the hands, for your lungs, for your eyes, these different parts of the body with appreciation that I like to bring in for recognizing them, not taking them for granted. Then... Uh, the fifth aspect is called the elements, the four elements practice, which the mind can get a little heady, but it's really perceiving, receiving the, the sensations in an elemental way, noticing the pressure, noticing the, the touch, noticing heat, noticing coolness, noticing these sensations that we've been sensing today, the sense of uh, the, um, the the raw sensations in an elemental way. And the sixth practice of the body in the Satipatthana Sutta, which we didn't discuss today, is um, attending, is contemplating the body as, as a corpse. This body will die. It will become a corpse. It will decay. So that practice is really a mindfulness of death practice, contemplating the body in the different stages of its it's um, um, decay, which I do love to teach when I teach Maranasati, mindfulness of death, and and it's it has quite a depth to it. So, so different aspects of mindfulness of of the body, and all of them wonderful and beautiful, and and uh, for those who want to go more deeply into it. Um, know that there are different ways that you can relate to mindfulness of the body. And yet at the same time, we can keep it very uh, spacious, body as home, coming back to the body. Um, especially, uh, you might have noticed today that if there's a thought, you know, the mind can be ruminating. And then you remember, oh, body, Ooh, you can release the thought. And wow, the sensations of the body are present, are grounding. Um are stabilizing, can stabilize us so that we don't go through life absent from our life. We don't go through life just in our head and and the day goes and like, wait, what happened today? So that we can be present, we can be present for, for this miraculous show called our life. Um, another thing I want to, to mention, uh, many aspects to practice with the internal and external as I was inviting you. One other aspect you can practice with is, um, I was noticing actually when we were practicing together in this last set, there were leaf blowers outside and they were getting closer and closer. And and I was concerned about this the noise of it coming through. And and so my mind had a uh, an aversive reaction, like, oh, these are annoying. And then I thought, wait, hold, let's come back to the body. So So then being in the body, being uh, settled with the sensations of the body, then the sounds were just sounds. The external sounds were just being received. We're not annoyed, annoying anymore. And 
So as an example, there's so many ways that being immersed, being stabilized in the mindfulness of the body can support us, help us. So, so I'd like to open now to reflections. What did you notice? Any discoveries you had today that I liked you like to share and bring into the container? Um, any questions you have? Anything that was confusing? Or um, you can either type them in chat. Um, you can type them uh, to everyone, in which case I'll read your name, or just to me privately, in which case I'll read your reflection, not your name, or you can raise your hand, and you can raise your Zoom hand, um, and and given that we have limited time, keep the keep them relatively succinct so that we can fit more of them in. Vicky, I see your hand, please. Yes, I um, in the part where we were walking the second time, I did this stork walk. And I became so amused and it was very concentrated. I could actually uh, hold my balance because we had done this before. So it was very joyful. Thanks. Lovely. Thanks for sharing that. I love it. And this is this absorption, the joyfulness. That's what I'm really appreciating because this practice is so joyful. My goodness, to have a body. What a gift what an amazing thing it is to be in this human body right wow yeah, the, the cat was outside and looking at me like what is this <laughs> it's very funny that's sweet thank you vicky it's great mm -hmm. the, the joy of mindfulness of the body really the joy of it thank you one reflection um one person is saying, I kept having to release frustrations that were arising because I felt like I should get up and clean my house or something. Laugh out loud. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. I so appreciate the person who shared that. And 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 I love that they have um, uh, humor about it, clearly humor about this pattern of mind, which you might have had too. Like, oh, it's not okay to be just practicing that I should be doing something. It's not okay to just be here. And that's to see that pattern of the mind, the pattern that we have fed so much ourselves, the society has fed that it's not okay to be um, to be doing this and, and have humor about it, to have humor about it, to, to release that, to release that. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, Casey says, do you have suggestions for orienting our awareness in such a way that we can notice where and when movement begins? I find it accessible to notice what moving is, but I'd like to see the transition between movements or stillness and movement more clearly. Yeah, um, I think I understand, but I might ask you to, if it's okay for you to unmute and 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 say more about your question about um, so that I understand it, let me paraphrase back what I, I understand it to what, what you're asking, but so, so when you're, we're still and, and say, let's, you're, we're standing, right? So we want to do walking meditation, we're standing. So there's stillness and then, um, there's awareness of the body and then we start to move and walk. And then there is an awareness of movement of all the muscles and sensations that are happening in the movement. So, and your question is highlighted for me, so I understand it better. Casey. Uh, yeah, it's, I guess, mm, similarly to instead of noticing sound, 
but no, noticing like what it's like to hear, like when it first reaches before you reach that perception place. And with movement, I can notice, you know, pressure or different muscles moving different ways, but it's almost like my awareness that I want to do an activity or want to start to reach or step, the stepping is already happening. And I'd like to be able to see that there, there's, I, ah, I, there's separation I, there and I don't know how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Beautiful. Okay. Got it. So what I'm hearing you say is that there's an intention, there's a desire to break it down, to break it down the, the, the fullness of it, this, this conglomeration of activity into its constituents and, and be more aware of its constituents. Beautiful. And actually a lot of practice is, allows us to do that. So, so the specific invitation I have for you is before you move, notice the intention to move. Just notice the intention. So, and it could be small movements. Okay, I'm intending to move my arm right now. Just notice the intention before it happens. And of course, with the urge for it to happen. And maybe sometimes like hold it back a little bit. Okay, you want to move your hand, but don't. Or you want to open your mouth or say something. Kind of like, so kind of feel the intention because it's the intention which as, is at the tip of the movement. So, so feel that. And then when you feel the intention, see how the intention flows into the movement, into the sensations. And then and then there are many different levels, as I was trying to highlight with Satipatthana Sutta, there are different levels that you can notice the the, the movement. There's the level of, uh, um, of just movement. Notice that, yeah, the movement is happening. Just, oh, yeah, there's movement. There's this, yeah, washing dishes. There's movement. There's, there's walking. This is what's happening right now, putting clothes on. And it could be on that level. And that's fine. That's one level of practice. Great. And another level could be when you um, you feel the sensations, the raw sensations that you're walking. It's like, okay, move, uh, lifting, moving, placing. You feel the sensations of the foot. You're just really just with the feet, just sensing, oh, yeah, the pressure and the, all the muscles of the feet are moving or and then you move up, maybe all the muscles of the legs are moving. And then maybe open the aperture a little more. Oh, yeah, I noticed the whole body's moving. Oh, and you open the aperture more. I noticed the sun on my face. There's warmth on my face while I'm moving. While So so there are different apertures. Really, you can choose your aperture. So you're not overwhelmed. You can choose a particular aperture to work with. Um and and just pay attention to spend some time with that to, to to notice and it's all good these are different levels of practice but first pay attention to to the intention and play with that does that help yeah great thank you lovely one more question is coming in uh what are your thoughts for those who have challenges of trauma that make it difficult to trust the body thank you yeah thank you so much for that question yeah um Indeed, very important. So what what I would suggest if there is a history of trauma and is challenging to trust the body is to um, move to to start where it's easiest, to start where it's easiest. and and, and usually um, for those who have trauma, um, bringing awareness to the feet because feet, are what enable us to run, enable, give us the stability, groundedness with the body and, and, and allow us to run away. Bringing awareness just to the feet 
under the hands, because again, the hands, the sensations of the hands, there's this um, there's this empowerment in the hands. So feet in the hands, and you can let the rest of the body go. So just be with the feet and the hands. Let the that be the mindfulness of the body. And then I've I've witnessed this before with other practitioners that maybe the feet, maybe the hands, maybe both. Um staying with them, nourishing them, loving them, appreciating them, just and, and maybe just the feet. Maybe that's the first place to start. And and little by little that trust can grow. I've seen it for others. It it starts to grow. It just feels like this 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 good goodness that starts to flow up from the feet and flow uh, up from the hands. So this is the invitation I would have for you. And you can the person who put that question in chat, you can uh, tell me if if that seems accessible, uh, feeder or the hands. Yeah, great, wonderful. Thank you for that. Yeah, I saw you're not so great. Uh, so any other questions? Maybe one. Maybe we can take one or two more before we close. Dedicate the merit. Any other questions or reflections, Sarah? Hello, and thank you so much for this practice. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm the, the sand is usually in my mind, so moving the sand to the bottom part is, is like really helpful. Um, just this practice of coming back to the body, the mindfulness of the body. Um, however, my question is actually about this practice where I'm trying to concentrate, especially with the breath I start. And then I go to a place where the body disappears. Um, and that is also very joyful. And um, and considering that I have that difficulty of, not difficulty, but like uh, I need to practice to connect with the body. Mm-hmm. So these two practice now, I, I, I'm not sure how to, how to navigate. Yeah, beautiful. I, I so appreciate your question. Don't mute yourself yet because I might ask you something. So this is great. So what you're actually speaking about is not a dichotomy. It's not a problem at all. It's uh, what you're describing is having practice with mindfulness of breathing, which is part of the mindfulness of the body. Then the mind really settles into states of concentration, quote unquote, samadhi, and the body disappears. And that's perfectly normal. That that happens. And, and um, it's, um, how should I put it? It's interesting because in many ways, the body can also disappear if you practice through mindfulness of the body. <laughs> yeah, because the mind will really settle uh, into the state of samadhi and concentration. And, and the sense of body, it becomes lighter, becomes more expansive. Sensations of the body start to feel like points in space. The relationship with the body completely changes. So so I think it's really good to have the range to have the range, not just to be playing on one end of the register, uh, which is breath and and knowing the access to concentration and somebody just through that, but but learning to stretch your range and play the range. And yes, mindfulness of, oh yeah, here it is, especially when I'm in daily life. Yeah, it's gonna be it's not gonna be accessible for me to have somebody and act concentrate, you know, really get concentrated. But mindfulness of the body, especially in daily life, is so stabilizing. So stable. So have that range available to you. And there's no dichotomy here. Does that does that make sense? 
Yes, very much. I always struggle with that holding two opposite things. So yeah. I really appreciate you re- reminding me of that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much for sharing that. It's lovely. Thank you. Great. And one more. This is the last reflection I'll take before dedicating the merit. Um, Dhruva writes, do you have any suggestions for transferring the practice to daily life, especially when working in a job which is very thought intensive? Yes, absolutely. I love this practice of mindfulness of the body for for daily life, um, which is um, especially when you're sitting, especially when you're in a meeting, it's a training. It's not going to happen overnight, but it's a training and it does happen. It I've seen it happen for me. I, I know I've seen it for others who've reported doing this practice. In fact, I teach this uh, um, five-month mindfulness um, uh, leadership, mindful, ah, mindfulness all I can talk. Mindful leadership program and and do a lot of mindfulness of the body and invite people to do mindfulness of listening and speaking when they're in meetings, feel their bodies, internal, external, when they're typing at their at their keyboards, at work. And it becomes second nature. It starts to become, starts to light up. So that's the way. Just really just and and don't chastise yourself. You might be gone the whole day. It's like, but then bring it in like, oh yeah, stay with the body. Take a few breaths, feel your Feel your bottom on the seat. That's feel your feet on the ground. Feel your breath. Keep coming back, and you'll lose it, and it's perfectly fine. But but reconnect with it. Reconnect with it. I'm so glad you asked that question, Druva. Um, and as I'm speaking with you, for example, right now, I'm feeling my bottom on the cushion, on my chair, my breath, my feet. It's just it's become second nature. It's like it's here. The body is here. Um, so so yay. So let's uh, close our our half-day retreat together. Thank you all. Thank you for coming together from so many places in the world uh, with your wholeheartedness, bringing your bodies, these amazing, precious, incredible, beautiful, miraculous bodies. Oh, my God. Give yourself a hug. Appreciate yourself for bringing yourself today. To, to practice together in this beautiful community. Yeah, my heart is just lighting up right now. Thank you so much for your practice. May all beings everywhere be happy. May all beings everywhere feel grounded, stable in their heart, in their minds, in their bodies. May all beings everywhere be free, including ourselves. <laughs>